Hello everyone and welcome to Fake Ritual, the mini-sode, your mini-guide to pop culture and the occult. I'm your host, Lucas Sloppy, and after last week's hiatus, I thought it'd be fun this week to do something a, a little special, to do something a little different. Now when I started the podcast, my plan was for every episode to be a variety show of sorts, to have conversations and skits and stories and samples all jumbled together but time is my enemy and that proved to be just a little too much to do for each episode so these mini-sodes are the result i would like to use them not just as smaller versions of the regular show but as an experimental space a place to to try out different things, to play games, to have little recommendation corners, and to have skits. Which brings us to the skitarama. I want to just revisit some of the skits we had early on in the show and maybe pull the curtain back a little bit and give you a behind the scenes glimpse. And we're going to start off with the skit from episode three with my friend Nick Duarte, where we talked about the X-Files. And this was where we met the channel surfing big bootied, is how I always imagined him, Mr. Couch Potato. Down. Oh. Where's the clicker? Son of a bitch. Hey, baby, I hear the blues are calling. Toss salads and scrambled eggs. You know, I don't really care much for Frazier, but that dog Eddie, he's a hoot. Two guys, a girl, and a pizza place. Well, how come the only person I recognize is Ryan Reynolds? Who are these other two? Uh, everybody loves Raymond. No, they don't. Everybody loves Peter Boyle, maybe. He's a star. He's one of my favorites. Oh, what the X-Files. This looks spooky. But look at that cloud. It's coming at me. He's waving his hand over... Oh, it's one of those light things. Stretchy guy. What's dumping this? Leaking. Those things are leaking. Uh, David Duchovny. FBI. Ooh, Jillian Anderson. I'd like to shine a flashlight at her. <laughs> hey! What's that red dot? What is that? Oh, Jesus. Chris Carter, the truth is out there. Who is that? It's late. 
Just hang on, I gotta get out of the chair. What do you want? I'm watching the X-File. Hello, sir. You'll be coming with us. Where the hell are you going? We're going to the secret society meeting. Will you get that cloak at? Do I get one of those? Now please, sir, we have your name here in this book. What's that book? It looks like it's wrapped in skin. It's leather bound. Yeah, what kind of leather? Like, people leather? Just come along. Yeah, alright, let me, let me get my jacket. We'll wait here, sir. Should I bring my travel Bible? Uh, you'll not be needing that. Yeah, alright, let me turn the television off. All right, where are we going? Now I'm sure you're asking yourself, what the fuck is a travel Bible? But beyond that, you may be asking yourself, where did that come from? Why that? And here's that glimpse behind the curtain. All of the skits you're going to hear were improvised. Not only were they improvised, but they were improvised after the conversations we had, which allowed for us to hide little Easter eggs throughout the skit and references to the conversation to follow. So for any of you fake nerds out there, feel free to go back and count up how many Easter eggs you can find. Doesn't that sound fun? But moving along, after Mr. Couch Potatoes obvious love of television, we're gonna go a little deeper into the TV world and meet a character that appeared in episode five with my friend Caleb Pass, where we talked about occult wrestling. And we got to meet the trash-talking edgelord himself, wrestler Dry Ice. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Worldwide Occult Wrestling. We've got some evil action in store for you this evening. But first, let's check in with a very cool fan favorite, Dry Ice. And it looks like he's making his way to the ring now. Let's see what's on his mind. Mr. Ice, big match coming up Friday, going up against former tag team partner, Fog Machine. So what would you like to say to him? The leather ain't fooling me. The dark shirts ain't fooling me. The black denim ain't fooling me. The black boots ain't fooling me. I know what it's all about, man, okay? Fog Machine, your fake gothic lifestyle. You gotta understand what you've done, sir, okay? I'm gonna strike your ass down with the hammer of God in the middle of that ring come Friday night and show everybody that you're nothing, that you're nothing compared to dry ice. I'm gonna scare the devil out of you. All right, you better start praying to the only God that you know, me. Ooh. Sends a shiver up my spine. You can't see me, you can't touch me, but I'm gonna touch you. I'm gonna stomp a hole in your soul come Friday night, fog machine. Ooh, chilling words from Mr. Dry Ice over here. One more question for you before we go, Mr. Ice. Do you believe in God? I used to, when I was with a tag team partner that meant the world to me. And ever since he left, God is dead. 
and I got nothing to lose. Well, whether or not you're a wrestling fan, I'm sure you would agree that dry ice is cool and fog machine sucks. But anyways, moving on to the next skit. And, you know, as as a kid, I know myself, I watched a lot of wrestling on television. And I'm sure my mom at the time wasn't too thrilled about it because parents tend to worry when their kids watch weird, violent stuff on television. Which brings us to episode four with Maggie Lynn Negretti, where we got to listen in to a phone call from a concerned parent to the teacher teaching their child. Mr. Steiner's office. My daughter Alice is in your class. This is supposed to be American English literature. She brought a book home I swear is in Latin. What is on your curriculum? I assure you, ma'am, The Wizard of Oz is a children's classic. She might have put the dust jacket of Wizard of Oz on this book. This is not Wizard of Oz. This book looks like it's made out of flesh. What are you having these children read? Oh, now that's one of our secret assignments for outstanding students. Alice! She is saying all types of things. She is putting salt all over my floor. What are you teaching her? I need answers or I'm going to be calling the school board. You have nothing to worry about. I assure you, the Necronomicon is quite wholesome. That doesn't seem very wholesome to me. I find it very disturbing. I think it's completely inappropriate to have... Such a grotesque thing on the reading list. I'm going to be talking to the- Alice, what are you- Who Who is that? Oh my god! Alice? Oh my god! No! 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 no, no. Mr. Shonda, I'm going to have to hang up soon! Yes, still here. It's Alice! Oh, hi, Alice. Oh my god, it like totally worked. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. But like, I have one question. How do I get him to go back? Damn, I did not see that coming from Mr. Steiner. Dude sounded like a total nerd, but turned out to be a demon worshiper? Wow. Well, that's what you get here at Fake Ritual. Plenty of twists and turns. But speaking of concerned parents, video games are a concern of parents. I know this because, again, my mom was concerned with the video games I was playing growing up. And one of the biggest video games to freak parents out was Mortal Kombat. So let's take a listen to a teenage point of view 
from episode six I did with Johnny Arlett, whose music you're hearing right now, and see what Van has to say about Mortal Kombat in violent video games. This is John Boone, Realm Elevenews, reporting to you live from the Hollywood Video Arcade in beautiful Adadia, California. Video game madness seems to have swept the nation, but many parents are wondering if these arcades are as innocent as they claim. Let's see if we can't get to the bottom of this. Excuse me, young man. John Boone here, Realm Elevenews. Would you mind telling us your name and what computer magic you seem to be conjuring? <laughs> Uh, my name's Fan. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm playing this Portal Conflict game, and uh, I just ripped this dude's spine out, man. <laughs> Portal Conflict? Ripping spine? Sounds downright sinister. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty wild. Uh, and now I'm like fighting this god, and there's like all these druids, and like. Now I just like ripped this dude's heart out of his chest. It's pretty sick, right? <laughs> sick and twisted. You think a game like this is safe for children? Should parents be concerned? Where do we draw the line? Oh man, I I love this song. Uh, I'm sorry, what? Well, Van might not be much of a conversationalist, but it sounds like he's a pretty good gamer. If only Portal Conflict were a real game. But it is here in the fake world. And this brings us to our last skit. Now, while parents are concerned about video games and the video games that their kids are playing, this next skit shows us that maybe kids should be concerned too. This skit was featured on episode two with Albert C. Hall, where we talked about Nintendo's occult legacy, and we met a bone-chillingly sinister character, which we referred to as the shopkeeper. Oh, a garage sale! I just love garage sales! Oh! I haven't seen this toy in forever! A GoBot! Oh, golly gosh gee! Oh, what is that? Pokemon? My mom said I shouldn't play that. It's bad. If you like video games, I've got just the one for you. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, show me it. It's right here in this box. Oh. Oh, wait, mister. This game ain't got no label. Yes, well, would you like to purchase it anyway? Huh, well... 
See, I only got a nickel. Well, that just so happens to be exactly what I'm selling it for. All right, score. Here you go. Thank you. Okay, see you later. Yes, yes you will. Hey mom, I'm going down in the basement to play my Nintendo. Okay. Here goes nothing. our minisode. Hope you enjoyed this skitarama, and I look forward to doing more weird stuff like this on the minisodes. But stay tuned next week for a full-length episode, and remember, fakers, garage sales can be dangerous. <laughs> <laughs>